Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 100 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val. With me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSA, and White Castle Hall of <laughs> Famer, Logan. I'm doing all right. I feel like I'm being specked. <laughs> and Jason can't be with us today he's traveling real life gets in the way sometimes yeah and tomorrow night is my wife's birthday so it kind of things just didn't work out for all three of us it looked like so oh we miss them and we got a good topic for next week so yes we do i'm looking forward to that so but speaking of topics and of course we want to thank our sponsor panini america uh, we're going to do race recap, naturally. And then we're going to talk about the secrets of the PSA registry. Between the two of us, we have over 20-something years of PSA registry experience. And More than that. Was that? <laughs> More than that. Yeah, well, it's just being, yeah, a lot. And then we're gonna, we'll um, go over King's Court. And then we got a little, uh, I guess, housekeeping stuff. I want to give a shout out to new subscriber Deep Impact Pony and High Octane Cards for subscribing to the podcast. If you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get a shout out as well. And so we're doing shout outs. We'll also to Skid Marks and Race Dude for the YouTube comments. Appreciate that very much. Yeah, please leave a comment, positive or negative, and if you have an idea for the show, let us know in the comments. We read them all and respond as well. Yes, we do. We're very hands-on. Very much so. Also, before we get started here, also, uh, we have some, uh, I'll say, sad news and wish condolences to, I guess, hobby brother, Tracy, who lost his wife at an early age. So our hearts are in prayers are with you and the, and the boys and the family. So, Yeah, that was really sad about Shayla. Um gone way too soon and like you said our thoughts and prayers are with tracy and his family and uh we love you guys yeah well i guess let's uh anything else we'll get going to the race and recap okay we got one thing we we i want to go go ahead and put out there first uh excuse me last week we had dr beckett on the show and he left before he had a chance to let everybody know where he could be found so he has his own podcast. It's called Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. And he talks about all types of sports cards, interviews, collectors, hobby personalities, and things like that. Each episode is around 15 minutes. He does it ev- like every weekday. And it's a great show. In fact, it's my favorite podcast by far. And it's available on your favorite podcast hosting platform. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Dr. Beckett and to his podcast. And let people know where he can be found. Yeah, we usually when we have guests on, let them you know give I was like a plug, but you know where where our listeners can find him if they want to. And uh, he he had to go, so yeah, he he was getting his, his bedtime, so he had to go. So and he just kind of had to leave, and I just wanted to put that out there for him. Yes, thank you, thank you, Logan, and also a shout out to our folks in Australia and Germany and Canada. We appreciate you guys listening to the show and noticing. Love you guys, and then our big states in the U.S., Texas, South Carolina, California, or California. Thanks for listening to the podcast, YouTube show. But let's 
you know, let's get into it. We got a lot to cover here. The truck series, they were off. I'm looking to see they're ra- they're racing this weekend. The next race, twenty two. This is the last race till Phoenix. So the final four are going to be decided, or three of them anyway. The last three, which is going to be Homestead Miami Speedway. That's the Baptist Health two hundred. Saturday, October twenty second at one fifteen p.m. Eastern. Right now, Ty Majeski is locked in with a win, but everything else is up for grabs. So we'll uh, we'll go over that at the final four and and make our predictions for Phoenix. So, but moving over to Xfinity, Xfinity, uh, they were racing. That was race number thirty of the fifth annual ASCO Uniforms 302, and that was Saturday, October 15th at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Josh Berry was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Austin Hill at position six. Now, I'm going to say I'm trying to remember the race, but all I do remember is that they threw that caution at the end there for because somebody got loose in one of the turns and the car wasn't stopped or anything like that, and they kind of had to reshuffle everything, but Josh Berry was the... The winner on the restart there yeah i'm happy for josh berry we you know we're, of course we're josh berry fans so that was that was a good win and i think noah gregson and i forget who else was it uh oh gosh no i i can't remember who else it was <laughs> noah gregson and somebody else <laughs> uh, had had a little a little scuffle at the end of the race after they got out of the car they kind of not a scuffle they just had some words and then they kind of went their own way and i, I think it was it was um was it justin algar maybe i think yeah but anyway i, I thought that was interesting because jr motorsports he's his, his cars are doing well right now yeah all three of those junior motorsports yeah josh berry cards we've talked about him before not a, a lot to talk about because his only cards, early cards, rookies, first year, 2013 press pass total memorabilia. You'll see there's a regular version. There's a retail red version, the gold version, which is you see up there in the top left, number to 275, a black and white, number to 99. And then uh, on the bottom, you'll see the back of that, that card there. And then there's the total memorabilia rising stars autograph. That's card on the right. You'll see that area where the autograph is. That's actually recessed. And you can see that it's got the little, uh, was that Junior Motorsports back then? Uh, yep. That um, authenticity on the autograph. And there's only four parallels of that autograph. There's the silver to 125, gold 99, blue to 25, and melding the five. And that's it for his first year. And again, that, that was in 2003. So uh, it was like nine years ago. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe. He he looks just like a like a little kid there almost. Yeah, and his, he didn't get cards until last year. I think it was in Chronicles. So there was a long drought. So they're tough to find with his success, and he's he's doing very well. So he is locked in to the round of four yeah. going to Phoenix and Xfinity. Did you hear that? There's rumors of him possibly going to Cup next year. And I wonder if Junior Motorsports is going to field some cars. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be interesting to see what's going on, what happens. 
Definitely. Be- yeah. There, yeah, we, we don't know, but he's got some talent. And we've talked about just quickly, we've talked about on previous shows where, you know, some of these guys come in as rookies and they have a line straight up through truck and Xfinity and cup. Other folks don't have maybe that connections or whatever it is. And they have to work and grind. And Josh Berry, I think is one of those that never gave up continue to work, showed his talent last year. I think he, well, I know he ran a shortened schedule. He ran for Juno Motorsports and he was basically auditioning and got this year's full ride in Xfinity. And so now he's taken that and he's one of the final four to it. And, you know, he could possibly be going to cup. So I think he's living the dream. He is living the dream. He, he was, he kind of reminds me of how Mandy D worked his way up and I hope, he has more success than Maddie D did because I really wanted Maddie D to win and do well, but he just it just didn't pan out for him. So I think if Junior Motorsports fields a team, I think that that's going to be probably a, a, a team to be reckoned with. I, I don't think they're going to come out with with subpar cars. I think they're going to come out with top notch equipment because they'll be affiliated with Hendrick for sure. I totally agree. Yeah, something's going on we don't know about yet, but uh, next race. Race. Um, well, we've talked about Austin Hill before. We can quickly talk about Austin Hill. Why am I drawing a blank on his cards? I want to say 2018. No, I was wrong. 2021. Donruss. All the parallels. Also in Optic, Optic Signatures, Chronicles, Zenith, and Spectra. Prism only signing sessions. So. Now that I remember after I said that, I can envision in my mind that that Zenith Chronicles card. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was thinking about somebody else <laughs> when I said Austin Hill. But next race, race number 31. There's only two till Phoenix. We have Homestead and Martinsville in Xfinity. So this is going to be Homestead Miami Speedway. That's the Contender Boats 300 on Saturday, October 22nd at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Stages for... Homestead Miami, end of lap 45, end of lap 90, end of lap 200. And with that, Josh Berry is locked in to the championship four. No Greskin, Ty Gibbs, and Justin Allgaier on the outside. Austin Hill, minus 15. A.J. Allmendinger, minus 16. Brandon Jones, minus 27. And Sam Mayer, 36. So if one of those four below the cut line can get a win... Probably looking at, uh, you know, maybe Amendinger or somebody that'll jumble up the other three. So Josh Berry is the only one guaranteed for Phoenix. So, yeah, you know, I had uh, Sam Mayer being in my top four at the beginning of the year. Maybe he'll squeak in a win. He's been running good, but he's he's had some issues and it's, it's put him back. I just I was hoping he'd do a whole lot better than he has this year. I would have thought he had a win by now. I would have thought for sure. Well, I was thinking of AJ Allmendinger, right? He had that loose wheel, and so he had to come in and pit. He had a really good finishing position, but had to give that up to come in and both right sides had a loose wheel. So he had some cushion, but that's now gone with yep. him below the cut line. So yep. still very exciting and two races to go. One more thing about the um the Xfinity series race, Haley Deegan finished 13th in her very first Xfinity start 
She was in the 07 pristine auctions Ford Mustang and did very well. And I think you predicted 20th and I think I predicted 17th and she exceeded all our expectations. So shout out to Haley. That's good. That's what we want to see out of her. Yeah, I was really impressed. I was basically saying she was going to go out there and try to bring the car back in one piece and try to finish in the 20 spots or high teens. And, you know, 13th was nothing to sneeze at. So no, first time. You got to think they, that, she, that she wasn't running, you know, a Gibbs car or a, or a J junior motorsports car. She was running, you know, I would say just a, maybe a mid-level car. So she did well to bring that home in 13th place. Well, the commentators were, you know, talking about there's a, such a big difference between the truck and the Xfinity car. So hats off for her. You know, it wasn't like, okay, it's, they're very similar and, you know, but so they were, there's a lot of difference between them and she was able to overcome that and, and learn on the fly. So shout yeah. out to her. So I'm looking forward to more uh, Xfinity races from her. So we'll see. Yeah. She can get a sponsor. Yeah, let's hope so. Moving over to the Cup Series. That was the race number 33, and that was the fifth annual South Point 400. That was Sunday, October 16th at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Joey Logano was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Todd Gillen at position 25. Yeah, that was that race was the only thing that really happened in that race was the Bubba Kyle Larson incident. <laughs> That was bad. What Bubba did was bad. Yeah. I, now, I know there's all kinds of heated exchanges and stuff like that. The thing that caught my attention was, you know, Bubba had his hands up in the air. And then when he got closer in, he went there and, you know, gave him a, shoe, a few shoves. But, yeah, it, between that and the chat, the crowd going crazy when Kyle Bush lost the wheel. <laughs> I kept thinking of a Kenny Rogers song when when that happened. <laughs> you, you picked a fine time to leave me loose wheel. <laughs> yeah, so the penalties came down today. I think a few of the team members are going to be out for four races. So yeah, and, and Bubba is out for the next race. So yeah, he's I, out. I think that's well. I think that's that's a good penalty for him. He. He's passionate and I and I can appreciate that, but you you just can't wreck somebody and hook somebody into the wall under green flag conditions, you know, doing 160, 170, whatever mile an hour that they're doing. And he and Kyle Larson hit that wall. He didn't hit it pancake on the driver's side, but he kind of like hit the front, then the back, and then it hit the, you know, hit the outside wall. But he could have been hurt because what we've seen with these cars so far is, I mean, look at Kurt Busch and, and Alex Bowman. Uh, these cars don't have a lot of give in them. They don't they don't absorb. So something's got to give, and it's the drivers that are giving. And uh, you know, the same thing could have possibly happened to Kyle Larson, and that's that's not fair to him. And there was an innocent bystander too. You know, you had uh, Christopher Bell got taken out and he's a championship contender. So now he's in a must win situation. So that was a bad deal all the way around. I, I get being mad. I get mad when I'm, when things like that happen to me, but I'm not going to go wreck somebody like that or do something like that. I just, I'll just, I'll just be mad and I'll talk to somebody about whatever after the fact, but you know, he, he did what he thought he needed to do. And 
You don't have any problem with the shoving and all that stuff. I mean, I get it. But the wrecking under green flags, uh, no bueno. Yep. Joey Logano, our winner. Let me pull up his slide here, some of his cards. So back in 2008, Press Pass was rushing to get him into some products because he was the next thing since sliced bread. And you'll see on the top left, that is the... Oh, Trackside Treasury autographs. There's a few versions of that. With that version there is the gold version numbered out of 25. Below that, you have the Amer Wheel American Thunder. You have the Campaign Trail. And then on the right-hand side, you have the Delegates, also for American Thunder. And then in the middle, there is the Signings. He's also in 2008. And I should say, these are all 2008 cards. Press Pass Legends. And we talked about it before. How would, you, how would you like to be? And your first card is in 2008 Legends. Only as an autograph. So, Yeah, that's how Holly thought of he was back then. And, and he it took him a while to, to realize everybody's expectations. But he's there. And he's a great driver. Of course, we've, we've had dinner with him a couple times. So we know uh, what, what a great guy he is. Yeah, to that point, so these cards are 2008. His first championship, 2018. Ten years from his his first cards to winning a, his first championship on his way to possibly winning the second. So, But one note is the 2008 Press Pass Legends, and I think this is an epic inscription, the sliced bread, serial number to 10. Yes. If you can grab one of those, if you see one, grab it. Yeah, that's really impressive. So, you know, it's really funny about his autograph. His original autograph was that double stack thing where he did the Joey, then looped, looped back around and did the Logano. Yeah, you're right. That is all one uh, pen without pulling it, without lifting it up. And he thought it was going to be, it was cool to do that. And because we actually, like I said, we had dinner with him. And I asked him about that. And then he went and modified it to the current autograph because i think he likes the way that one looks or whatever so you can definitely see see it on the signings that one that's in the middle where it's got that starts that j and at the end of the y he comes back up and does the l for logano and continues on so just a yeah. little tidbit there and one other thing you can't spell logano without logan there you go <laughs> make sure you tell him that one <laughs> Uh, Todd Gilliland, uh, just quickly, 2017 Dunruss. He's in the Phenoms. The 2017 Dunruss rated rookie, card number 35. There's signature series as well in Dunruss. 2017 Panini Absolute, base card there. 2017 Select Signatures. 2017 Panini Torque, track size signatures only for Torque as well. So, base in Absolute. Uh, Base rated rookie in Dunrose. So, give my cheat sheet here. Next race, only two more until Phoenix. Again, Homestead and Martinsville. Next race is Homestead, Miami. That's going to be race number 34. That's the Dixie Vodka 400. Sunday, October 23rd at 2.30 p.m. Eastern stages for Homestead, Miami Speedway. End of lap 80. End of lap 165. And end of lap 267. And with Las Vegas, after that, Joey Logano is locked into the championship four, followed by. So the point, 
the points are tight. Ross Chastain plus 18, Chase Elliott plus 17, Denny Hamlin plus six. Then you get the cutoff. William Byron minus six, Chase Briscoe minus nine, Ryan Blaney minus 11, and Christopher Bell minus 23. So these next two, if any of these can, any of these drivers can win, it goes a long way to uh, easing their anxiety about trying to become the next champion of the cup series. Well, you know, um, one thing that we might want to just kind of touch on is hashtag 22, the 22 and 22. Yes. 22 and 22. So Joey, where are our yellow optic cards? (laughs) We want some send them to us. We will give them out to our listeners. Yes. Yeah, I don't know where they're at. I don't either. He tweeted that, and then it was like nothing. Crickets. Yeah, definitely crickets. <laughs> Moving over to Formula One. They're getting to race again. This is going to be race number 20, and this is going to be United States Grand Prix Sunday, October 23rd at 3 p.m. Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. I wish I could go to that. <laughs> I really, really do. Yep. Max Verstappen is our points leader and champion for 2022. Now it's a race for second place. And they tweeted that out, which one of these four or five are going to be in second place. So the comments were not very (laughs) nice to F1. Like, who's going to be the first loser? (laughs) But Sergio Perez is, is in the lead only by one point over Charles Leclerc. You have George Russell and Carlos Sands. It's going to be a great race. Too bad uh, I have a wedding to attend to this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be watching that one. So we only have like three races left in F1. Of course, IndyCar is done. So yeah. Before we get to the PSA set registry, didn't mention in our little opening segment, but I uh, had a thought about possibly showcasing listeners polls good deals bargains or whatever so if you want to brag about your find your pull your hit uh let us know right now we have the facebook blog at nascar radio if you want to comment to the show uh we'll see those and we'll pull them for the for the next show so yeah speaking of polls yeah i'm getting ready so for this week, our inaugural pulls and great deals. You want to go first or last? I'll go, I'll go last. Go ahead and talk about the other ones. All right. Longtime listener, Carl Curtis. You That Kyle Larson card there you, you see there, it's a 2022 Chronicles limited to 99. And it's a door number, 05. Yeah, that's a great pickup right there, man. Yeah, so he put an offer in for $5 with free shipping, and it was accepted. (laughs) That's amazing. So, yeah, that's the best $5 with shipping, because you know what shipping is going to be, at least a buck. Yeah. Or or whatever it was, 60-something cents, right, in the heart. So, great pickup, Carl. And the one on the right, that's from Kevin Tobin. He actually pulled this three years ago. From one of his own boxes, uh, he also breaks with turn four racing breaks. And that's number nine of 14 with the dual auto with 
Billy and Chase Elliott. I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah. I, Bill back in the day was my favorite driver, and he's still one of my all-time favorite drivers. And uh, to have him and his son Chase, who I like Chase uh, too, so you know, I think that's a really cool card. Vents very well. The Prime is a nice product. Looking forward to hopefully Prime coming back. So yeah, me too. And then on the top left, the Nick DeVries card uh, that was pulled one of our own here. Yeah, um, <laughs> I actually pulled that card. It's the Nick DeVries one of one from Tops. Now uh, I bought a five pack of those cards. And literally, they sat around here for probably about four days before I, because I was kind of sick and I didn't want to do a video. So I said, okay, I'm going to do a video of this, open it up. It probably won't be anything, but you never know. And I'm glad I recorded it because I actually hit the one of one. And if you want to hear me scream like a girl, you can go out there and uh, it's out there on YouTube. You can either look, look for King NASCAR or uh, look for my name and you'll find it. And uh, I do scream like a girl, but I was really excited to get that. I had no idea, you know, at the beginning of the video, I, I said, Hey, it'd be cool if I could get the one on one or one out of 10 or one out of 99, you know, just something would be nice. And sure enough, I got the one of one. So it was, it was fantastic. It's, it's funny on the video to listen to it and watch it. So, uh, but I'm proud, I'm proud to have that card. Uh, who knows? where he'll go in his, in his future. I don't know if I should keep it or sell it. I'm still debating that. That is a big dilemma. Yes, it is a huge dilemma, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a good one. So that's awesome. Glad, uh, uh, it was a great pull. And also for Carl and, and Eric, thanks for sharing that with everybody. So, or Kevin. yeah, thanks yeah. y'all. We appreciate that. Carl everybody. and Kevin. Yeah. Speaking of, Tops now. I was just gonna throw this out there. Uh, not a lot of time left on these. I don't know if they squeaked by me or not, but there are six new, seven new ones out there. Four have to do with Max, the championship, the championship, the champion takes the checkered flag, a back-to-back, -back, the 14th win of the season, and then best finish, excellent performance for first points. And first Japanese driver to race on home soil since 2014. So if anybody's monitoring those, you know, you have an opportunity like Logan there to get some parallels. So uh, still not happy with tops that they are not keeping the archive up to date. There are large, large swatches of cards missing without print runs, which you have no idea what the print runs are if they don't publish them so shame on you tops yeah my my nick devries card is one of those we have no idea how many how many people bought oh, i bought. didn't you had me uh, you had me you had the we had the uh, thing up here you didn't tell me about it we couldn't see them the tops now so let me go back here uh so yeah so the, the here's the archive with the numbers where they break from 40 39 45 44, 43, 42, 41, 38, 37, 36, 35, 34, 39 is missing. See, so it's just, and the four, some of the other 40s are missing. I don't know uh, whoever sleep at the wheel over there doing a F, tops F1 
card. So, but here are the current ones. I'm sorry that just recap quickly. Here's the four for the championship. So there's a parallel that one parallel. Yeah. So it looks like there's parallel. So you can want to highlight it. It's got the gold behind it, gold behind it, gold behind it. So, yeah, that's, I guess that's the, what the one on one will look like. Cause that's my, mine has that gold on the background and I was too dumb to know that that was what it was. <laughs> well, I have some people on the F1 Facebook where they'll get a separate package from the original order. So maybe that was some hiccups because God knows Tops has had plenty of issues with shipping and stuff. So yeah, for those. So I know they're, they're trying to work through all kinds of stuff. The PSA set registry. Let me share the screen here to what kind of made me think of it. So PSA tweeted out their former one collectors. Now's the time to get involved with the PSA set registry by joining in on this F1 driver's portrait set ahead of the United States Grand Prix. But there are many different sets that you can compete on with the set registry. And let me change screens here. Just kind of break it down. So you might not be aware or have heard about the PSA set registry, weren't really sure about the PSA set registry. Yeah, you know, one of the good things about the set registry is you don't necessarily have to collect a set of cards. You can you can collect players. You can collect things like halls of fame. Uh, there, the the categories are pretty much endless on what you can collect. And if you don't see a see a set out there that you like that you want to collect, you can request that, and uh, generally they will take that set and they will put that on the registry for you to put your cards into. Yeah, I'm going to go to this other, other slide here. So, cause I know uh, set collecting has kind of become a little, I don't know, old school, maybe I, I guess that's probably the way I could say it. Um, so I know that there's a few things that one of the things that I enjoy or with PSA is having the set registry. And to your point, you can, Join for free. You don't. You do not need a PSA set me- a PSA membership to join the set registry. Nope. All you need are, are some PSA cards. Exactly. So you there's some event. Well, let's say by creating a set registry, you kind of can organize it. You can also compete with other folks on the registry. As you can, you can see my screen, right? Let me see. Yep. Okay. Go yep. back. And just kind of go over it. So we have the PSA set registry here. You just create an ID, log in, and you have points, leaderboards for folks who have, there's different points for doing different things by having different sets and getting people to comment and people to like and stuff. So this guy, I don't know, King NASCAR here is number one. I'm uh, number tied. one, baby. Yeah, you're tied with a few folks. But there's PSA set registry news. You can see checklist summary, completion summary, new and updated sets, digital card albums. That's the other thing you can do too, is create an album with your images and scan them. It shows you the new sets that are being added every day, every few days. They are nonstop creating set set registries. You can have your you can also request your own set as well. You have the annual award. So once a year, PSA will decide, select different sets of the year. And you can see some of the categories here. 
There's also, if you have the highest ranking set, you'll get these little badges here for 10 year anniversary. You get that red 10 stripe. So we're going to go through the set requests. Here you go here, current request list. So these over here on the right-hand side, these are coming. PSA is yeah. working around the clock creating these sets. Yeah, but all those are in the queue. Uh, there's quite a few. <laughs> yeah, team sets, player sets. So we talked about maybe, you know, old school collecting. Here's 1996 SPX football, upper deck hockey. But then you get team sets, player sets. Most of the, I guess a lot of the folks have already been created, but there, there, there are more coming. Super player sets, rookie player sets. So you kind of get the idea there's, there's just no right or wrong way to collect on the PSA set registry. Yeah. And not only that, they have TCG, you know, it's more than just sports cards. You know, they have non-sports, the TCG stuff. If you, if, like I said, if you have a PSA card, uh, chances are there's a, a set that that card is in somewhere. And again, if, if you don't, uh, if you don't have a set that you want, it's like what Val said, you can have that set re requested and, they will, they will, you know, if it, they'll create it generally, but if it kind of matches or is close to another set, you know, they may not do it, but as long as it's a unique set. And the cool thing about uh, the set registry for me is, you know, it, it's also a great place to inventory my cards uh, and show images. Cause I, I used to not scan any of my cards and now I scan every order that I get. And if you go look at my sets that are out there, you'll see that I've got albums for everything. All my cards, all my complete sets are scanned. I may have some sets that I'm working on that are not complete. And, I, you know, I haven't scanned all those cards yet. But once I complete it, I, I will be sure that they're all scanned. So and it's a cool reference, too. You can go out there and you can look at if you don't know what a card looks like, you can probably go out there and find it and look at it and see what that card actually looks like. So here's a set registry benefits under the benefits tab, the rules as well. This more has to do with the rankings for ties and bonus points and the difference autograph cards and online registry is free set registry achievement program, how it works leaderboard. There's also a, a message board that's popping up another window. So I'm not going to go there. Uh, let me change screens real quick to another one that i had pre so f1 nascar there are the miscellaneous sports company sets as you can see there's 4185 different sets there and i searched on 2020 just so you'll see here uh, multiple sports you can see like goodwin champions but under racing the 2020 tops chrome Formula One Sapphire Edition, zero Formula One Sapphire Edition, gold sets three, Formula One track tags one, 2020 tops now Formula One. Yeah, those are 13, 13 sets. E, yeah, that's for Formula One. And then so when you go there, you can see the number of requested items is 25 current finest possible set so if you had the best of everything in that current listing it would be 11 11 i know it only goes to 10 but there's multipliers for having the highest 
and only like a 10 and there's only one graded. You can view the set checklist, which I selected. And then you'll notice you have the checklist here and then there's weight. What When the set was created, folks determined that some cards are should be weighted more than others. So number three, the Lewis Hamilton, the infamous one. So that's rated a six. And you can see the Ferrari team's a three. Some of these other ones are only one. So having a 10 for Lewis Hamilton, card number three, carries a lot of weight in this set. So... Yeah, it's a highly popular card, and a lot of it has to do with scarcity and, and popularity and things like that on how they weight those cards. So PSA 10 Formula 1 user, they have a 100% completed set. The GPA weighted is 10, and with the bonuses makes it 11. So they have the highest ranking set right now. Number two, 100% complete with a 989 with a 10.77 set ranking. So this must have been completed after the set registry awards because I don't see the year. There would be a badge up here for 2022 or 2021. But you can click through and then we can put them on point here. But that's why this is yellow because they're tens. They're the top pop. Now, if if nines were the highest graded uh, example of that card, that would be the top pop. And you'd see a nine with that. So you can look look at this Hamilton here, 10. There's 343 population, 337 for Lewis Hamilton there. Yeah, and I would think that set's going to get end up getting bigger. They're going to probably add more cards to that set. That's a tops now. Or, or was that or, or was that all they had in 2020? That's all that's all they had for 2020. Okay, that's not bad. But just to quickly go over kind of the inners and workings of the PSA set registry. Again, I think the highest ranking set gets an invitation to the PSA set luncheon or dinner, however they have that in Chicago next year. Previous years has always been a lunch. Last year it was kind of like a, I don't want to meet and greet, kind of a reception like a, or whatever. Cocktail after hours party. Thank you. And I was there. Val was there. It was, it was a nice time. Uh, I actually got an award last year for one of my showcases and uh, I got to, I brought my cars and got to show off my showcase, which I thought was really neat on how they did that. And that's another thing that you can do here too, is you, if, if you have just a bunch of cards and you just want to showcase those cards, you can manually create your own showcase. And it, it, you know, once you create it, you can create an album just like you would on any other set. You can compete. I'm sure this year they'll have another competition for showcases. So I think that's going to be neat when they do that. But yeah, showcase is another way. You don't have to have a formal set or player set or team set or whatever out there. You can create your own, which is what I like to do. I, I like doing those just as much as I like doing my sets. I was looking to see there's these categories under miscellaneous sets, company sets. So you can see right there, there's 4,185 company sets. Mega sets, Hall of Fame sets, key card sets, autographs, player sets, rookie player sets, team sets, type sets. So these are all fall under the miscellaneous category. There's naturally baseball, football, basketball, hockey. Yeah, the the mega sets are like, for example, I have a mega set out there. It's the 
uh, 1980s NASCAR card run. It has all the cards that were created in the 80s, which, you know, there really wasn't a whole lot. You had like, you know, the Uno set and um, Sports Star Photographics. You had um, 88 Max, 89 Max. There was a few other sets out there, uh, Winter Circle. And that's one big mega set, every set that is from the 80s. And it's like 700-something cards. It's a pretty big set. But you can you can have those done. You can have Hall of Fame sets. Like I have a NASCAR Hall of Fame set that I really like, and it has all the inductees from the NASCAR Hall of Fame in there. So you have to collect those. And uh, they've kind of done it now where it has to be a rookie card because if if not, then they're trying to, you know, if you have like a Dale Earnhardt card that's from 2001 or whatever, that's not going to qualify because they're want they're looking for the rookie cards for each year for the players or, or drivers, I should say. So this is an example here of like 2008 wheels, American thunder trackside treasury autographs gold. And you can see the badges for the different years. You can click through, see the cards. And if there's any scans, you can do scans front and back. I think you can do like three different photos on it. You can leave comments. You can, there's a lot of different things you can do with the set stuff that are visible, not visible, what you paid for the card, when you bought it, where you bought it from. So there's a lot of different. Yeah. Now one of the things Val's doing on his set right here is he's making it visible to see what cards he has and what those grades are. You can select not to show that if you want to, you can, uh, if you don't want people to know that you have a, a nine or a 10 in a particular card, you can just say you don't want to, you don't want to show those details. Uh, me personally, I like showing all that because I want people to know, and uh, you know, I'm I have I have no problem with that. But you know, I, there's some people out there that, that just don't they they want the privacy and the anonymity, so they don't don't show it. Now, what you will see from them if they do have a set out there is it does show their grade point average and where they are in the leaderboard. And see, Val Val's got his cards, every one of his scanned, so you can go out there and look at every single one of those. You can see there's he's got a couple there that uh, he th there's more than one of. See where it's the light yellow or the goldish light gold. Uh, apparently there's two Kurt Bushes and there's two JJ Yaleys out there that are the same grades as his. Yeah, I got them both. <laughs> oh, so you messed your own self up. <laughs> well, I got the one Kurt Bush trying to get another Kurt Bush, and I think I sent both Yaleys, not thinking I'd get. I was trying to get a ten on one of them, got a ten on both, so. Wow. Uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Kurt Busch, uh, they bumped the corner on the whole print run or not. So I'll have to try to find some more. Again, these are a numbered out of 25, just so there's only 23 more out there. So, yeah. And that's, that's the crazy thing about how limited those are. But the, one of the other things too, about when you uh, request or set or something, there has to be, I think if I remember correctly, and I may be wrong, there has to be a minimum, I think of, Three or five cards, I think. It's one of those two. I think it's five in the set. And you need to have four or five in the set to request a new set. So yeah. say you found a new set and you have to submit and have at least five of those. So then they've gone through and done the research to make sure that it's a valid set and everything else. And then you can come into the set register, set request, create the set name, or put or be able to drop in or when you put your search in it'll be able to tell the name of that set and then you'll be able to 
requested. It gets in that queue and it'll show up on that list where we saw the sets that are currently available and then sets that are coming. So here, so current request list, you'll see it in this list and it'll work its way through until it is completed and then you get notified that it's available. Yeah, they've been knocking out those sets, it looks like. Uh, that list is shorter than what I remembered the last time I looked at it. They got a lot of resources now, so. Yeah, and one thing, too, about, like, for example, if you have a Hall of Fame set like I have, like the NASCAR Hall of Fame set, once the new inductees are announced, you can go in there to that set and you can request uh, that a, what they call is a new slot, a new slot be created for that particular inductee. and. Uh, like again, like on some there's there's some open-ended sets that where you can have any card from any you know, any year for a particular driver or player, but then there's some that are have specific slots like the NASCAR Hall of Fame where you have to have specific cards to compete in that. Yeah, there's my my set right there, NASCAR Hall of Fame set, and I've got all the inductees in there, and you can see a lot of them are tens, of course. And see, there's Kirk Shelmerdine in the in the uh, darker yellow. He's a inductee coming this year. It's a lot of 89 max. Yep, lots of 89. And there's Winter Circle. Uh, so, you know, there's. It, it just depends on when the rookie is. And right. Looks like I'm tied with the top pop or have the top pop on all of them, but one card. <laughs> That's pretty good. It is pretty good. But then going back to. So this is what PSA was tweeting out. So the 2020 Tops Chrome Formula One portraits. And then you can see here that um, the Jungle J, they have the portraits. They're missing a few, actually missing quite a few, but uh, the ones they do have are, are 10. So that's an impressive collection right there. Oh, yes, very much. So you can, you know, make it collect as little or as, you know, heavy you want as you want you know the 52 mantles or the 52 top set there's a lot of stuff out there and you know again the kind of some of the secrets to the psa registry hopefully you know you're seeing stuff if you're not on the psa set registry to understand the concept behind it how you go about starting it uh some of the competition behind it requesting a new set or competing on an existing set how you get to the set luncheon or whatever they're calling it nowadays. So competing in against other folks who are collecting some of the same set. Uh, actually, me and Logan met at the set registry lunch in Cleveland all those years ago. I don't know if it was 2009 or I guess it was 2009, 2008. So yeah, it's been a long time ago. And one of the things I really like about the registry, and it this may very well be kind of a secret, is they have a feature that when you're in, in your set and you're doing some editing or you're adding stuff, there's a feature in there called what if. And that what if feature, what you can do is if say you're in second or third place in the leaderboard, you can go in there and you can do a what if and say, okay, what if I had this particular card in a PSA 9 or a PSA 10? And when you go in there, select it, select the grade, it calculates a new GPA for you. and it shows you where you would be in the leaderboard. So you, what that can do for you is you can say, okay, I need to look for these cards to upgrade my set in a PSA 9, 10, whatever it is that you're needing. So I love that what if feature. I do use it all the time. And 
the, you can actually, if you sit down and, and, and mess with it, you can actually look and see, you can kind of figure out what everybody else has based on the what if. It's, it's, it's a weird process. It's something I do in my head. But you can actually, there's a lot you can do with that. That what if feature is really, to me, a very powerful part of the of the set registry. Yeah, and that's all when you sign in, you create your free account, sign in, you can start adding inventory. You can, there's a screen button here to start a set. Yeah, and the great thing about starting the set is when you click that, it will automatically add your your best available cards into that set. And you'll find that sometimes a card you have may be part of that set, but it's not getting entered. And all you have to do is just uh, email the set registry and tell them, hey, I got this. And can you add it? Or you can actually go in and you can say report a, a cert that should match this set. And you can do it that way. So there's, there's several different ways you can do that. And also uh, you're you're looking around you if you like come into this set, view set checklist. That's where you get a list of items that are in this particular set, which is the 2020 Topps Chrome Formula One portrait set checklist. And you can see the card number and the weight. You see Lewis Hamilton there is a six, Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen are fives. Lando Norris is a four. So what that means is if you have that card in a 10, it's the maximum weight for that. If you had, say, the Lewis Hamilton in a nine, it carries a lot of weight, but the 10 carries a lot of weight too. So it's kind of like a multiplier. There's a multiplier that you they multiply the weight in the in the grade, and that's how they get uh, they calc they calculate the the GPAs. So like Lance Stroll in a in a 10, it's only weighted at one, and you know Jordan Russell is, is weighted at a four. So when the, that set was created that weight was designed and if you collect or create a set you have the option of weighing those cards so that's one of the things too about being one of the first to create a set on the set registry yeah and another thing too about the set registry for example if they create a new set uh if you're the first one to start that set um Okay, uh, let me see if I can say this right. For example, 1988 Max. There are several sets in there that are perfect. There's like five, I think, five sets in there that are perfect sets. Um, but the way that the leaderboard is determined is by who created that set first. So you'll you'll see that uh, somebody, yeah, go ahead and click on the master one, Val. Okay, well, that one's fine too. You can see that that my sets are called the Stock Car Museum. I'm I'm the third one in that list right there uh, on the all-time list. Now, the current finest, I'm second. But on all-time, I'm third because I was the third person to go out there. I wasn't necessarily the third person, but I was the third highest person to create a set that's 100% complete with a perfect score. So if that makes any sense whatsoever. so Yeah, so the first person to complete the set with a perfect score will get the first spot. The second person to complete a set in a perfect yeah. score would be second and so forth. Right. Yeah. That before they were you they were jockeying some other stuff. So when you go look in the rules, that was one of the things that they kind of had to clean up in the early 2010s. Yes. Yeah, there was a big hoop to do about that back in the day. Yeah. So 
Uh, well, I hope that was informative and gave you kind of a sneak peek about the PSA set registry from, you know, two guys who've been competing on the set registry for the last 15, 20 years. So, yeah. Uh, if you got PSA graded cards, go out there and start. It's fun. It's, I'll tell you right now, it's my crack cocaine. I love the red set registry. I love it. it. I live it. I eat it. I sleep it. I do everything. What do I say about the PSA set registry? It's it's PSA's special sauce. Yeah, it's a secret sauce for PSA. That's why they're number one. Yeah, the registry is really the backbone of uh, of, of PSA. Really, when you think about it, that, that it's exactly what Val said. It's their secret sauce, yeah. and it help. And this is why people will pay extra for PSA ten. Because as you can see, it gets you a multiplier. If there's a weight on the card, it gets you, if there's only a few been graded, it gets you that extra bonus being in yellow. So to get your cards graded as a, uh, and get a 10 and either to buy or sell. And, you know, if you get something graded a 10 and you sell and there's demand, if there's a set registry. So, yeah, I, um, I went out the other day and looked, I, <laughs> I'm not bragging. I'm just going to state a fact here. I have 97 <laughs> top sets that are 100% complete out there. I had no idea I had that many. Somebody asked me that question, and I said, I don't know. So I went there and looked, and I found a Bo Jackson card, football card, that I needed in a 10 that's going to complete two different sets for me. So I'll have be up to 99 before long. I just found that on Four Sharp Corners. And uh, at a price I was willing to pay, it was during the pandemic. It was like almost three times what it what I've paid for it now. So that so, brings up a good good thing. So you can compete on one, but then you can spawn off other sets because of the inclusion of one card. So to your point, if you had the eighty nine Max Earnhardt as a PSA ten, that goes to the eighty nine max set you could use that in another set maybe the earnhardt player set it could be in a hall of fame set so it's not one card one set it's one card it could be multiple sets and so when you start adding inventory you'll see buttons like do you want to start a set in this or that or you know so mm -hmm. yeah there's there's actually a feature within the registry where you can you can go in there and look and see what cards you have and what sets they match and the percentage of completion for that particular set so you can go hey do i want to start this set click yeah i want to start that set so yeah i'm addicted it's my thing <laughs> i love it so uh one other thing real quick while i was thinking about it is if you sell a card and it's in your set registry when the new person goes and gets the card and tries to enter it they'll get a message saying that it's already been registered you'll get a message saying that somebody tried to register that card and maybe remind you to go in and remove that from your inventory. If it was a legitimate sale, somebody just can't take your cert number and use it in the registry. Mm -mm. They'll have to show proof. They'll have to do show the back of the card as well. So, and then you'll also be notified of it too. So you can kind of fight it if you need to, but um, there are a little bit of safeguards there. Not that, you know, it's just really, for your purposes, for documentation and some other stuff too, that if you have any notes and stuff behind it, but 
again, I hope that's was informative and, and you learned something about the, the PSA set registry. So yeah, join it. It's fun. So I'll just throw this one here. If you've enjoyed the show so far and learned something new, please leave a comment or at least hit the like button. Let us know and happy collecting. Oh, aren't you so sweet? Happy collecting. Hey, what's, <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? It is. It is what it's all about. I'm a collector. Uh, I don't sell cards. That's what I do, man. I've been doing it for 51 years. <laughs> Can you make money at this? Yes. yes. But it's more of a hobby and about collecting and having fun and competing and all this other stuff. So, you know, you're not going to hear us tell tell everybody to invest in this or that. So it's not a good investment. But can you make money? Yes. But can you lose money? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and speaking of, let's see what some of the sales have been here. So, oh, yeah, I think it's time to uh, cue the music. Welcome to this week's King's Court. And we're going to start out with a card that I really want, just because I think it looks so freaking cool. This is our Joker of the Week. And it was sold, actually, they sold two of them, but uh, sold on the 13th of October. It's a Juan Manuel Fangio card number 125. Once it's from 1965, it's an, it says original F1 card. It's from Argentina. Uh, they had $150 buy it now and somebody went click and then somebody else went click and they bought them. If I had seen that card, I'd have went click and bought it. The only thing I was kind of concerned would be concerned about would be it's coming from Argentina. Gosh, how long would that take for it to get here? It's not that bad, but it's still, you know, I wouldn't think it's that bad. I just, you know, it's just, it just takes a while to go through all the customs, all that stuff, you know, but um, I think that's such a cool looking card. And it has it has kind of a, a retro uh, football card vibe to it too because of the way they've got the name on there. I just I just love that card. I, I just really do. And I'm gonna I'm gonna find one and I'm gonna buy that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So all right. So next up is our Jack of the Week. This is on the 12th of October. Landau Calrissian Norris. 2020 tops chrome f1 sapphire gold rookie out of 50 that's a cool looking card man that, that gold just makes that card look good with that blue uniform but it's a psa 9 and it sold for a best offer of well they were asking 775 it sold for a best offer of 585 dollars so about almost 600 bucks yeah almost 600 dollars for that psa 9 and uh you know tops i think they had a lot of issues with quality control on a lot of those cards so i mean i think a nine is a good is a good grade for a card like that well so you know a nine and a ten it's again it's a mint card and it might have a super minor flaw or whatever to keep it from a 10 so it's still a very high grade yeah it's, it's a nice card I, I wouldn't mind having that card and of course i think he's praying for a win or maybe he's praying for uh, I don't know to see a Wookie. I don't know. Since he's so again, we, we were kind of talking about it. Was this a portrait card? Um. So it's one of the scarcer. 
Is it? I guess it is. It looks like it is to me. Yeah. So. So I guess that would. Uh, but I think they're only taking the base cards, aren't they? I don't think. I don't know if they're taking the. Um, well, you know, nobody the, made that set yet, so you can create a, a set registry for just the golds. Yeah, exactly. Like I did mine. That 2008 Trackside Treasury is just a gold number out of 25. Anyway, sorry. Very oh, nice card. That's cool, man. Yeah. All right. So next up is our Queen of the Week. This is on the 18th of October, 2021 Prism. Brittany Zamora, one of one, white sparkle. It's so shiny. And it's an autograph card. And again, this is one of those best offers. They were asking $5.99 for that card. They accepted an offer of this is a weird offer four hundred and seventy four dollars and ninety nine cents. Four seventy four. All right. Well, four ninety nine. Still almost five hundred dollars. Yeah, for a Britney Zamora one of one white sparkle autograph. Yeah. So yeah, that's a so cool. That would have been out of like National Treasures or whatever. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it came in those uh, silver packs in National Treasures. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have not been fortunate enough to even hit an autograph of any type. I don't know. <laughs> Me either. I've just not been that lucky. But I did get a one-on-one -on -one of Nick DeVries. Yes, you did. So anyway. All right, so moving on. That's a cool card. Ooh. Our King of the Week. Yeah. This is a beauty of a card right here, man. This was on the 11th of October. Chase Elliott, 2016. Panini Prism Gold. This is 2016. Now, keep that in mind. The Gold Auto, 2 of 10. It's a BGS 9. I love this card, man. I am in love with this card. They were asking $999.99. They accepted a best offer of $799. $800. for that bad boy. Wow. But I think it may be worth it. Chase, he's already a champion. Yeah. He's, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh Yes. And it's a 2016 first year prism. I was looking to see what was holding it back. Surface and centering were nines. Edges and corners were nine and a half. Yeah, that's always the problem with the prism cards is they, they have a tendency to get those little bitty surface scratches. Yeah, that's impressive. And it's already graded. So, well, you know, when we look at the prices of other other sports and stuff like that. So again, numbered out of 10, it's a nice card, 800 bucks. Yeah. I, th I think that's a pretty, pretty good deal. I think that's probably right about where that card should be. That's a beauty, man. Why weren't we buying those back when we were? <sighs> well, you know what? It's trying to find this stuff, right? Yeah. It's not like we were tripping over them, all these Chase Elliott autos. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't, you don't, again, I don't think people realize, well, most of the folks who subscribe to the podcast or regulars, they collect NASCAR. They know that we don't have the print runs of the other sports and just trying to find cards is a, a task of itself. And we know when we go to the shows, how much NASCAR we find. So uh, we're beating the bushes looking for, uh, you know, good high quality stuff to buy or some of this really scarce stuff. So it doesn't yeah. come to market only because of the, uh, the prices that, you know, some of these things we, we've seen come to market. So that's really cool. Nice. 
Yeah, I'd love to have the rainbow of that. Uh, yeah, I bet for your rainbow set. Well, I've got the regular rainbow, but I don't have I don't have the uh, autograph. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so let's move on to our ace of the week. This will be a one of one. This is on the 17th of October. It's a 2021 NT NASCAR is what they say. Sheet metal. Is that, I don't know that sheet metal. It almost looks like tire to me. Yeah, but, it looks like tire to me as well. Uh, Jeff Gordon cut auto. It's a one of one booklet. And this came out of Canada. And of course, it's a one of one. So in Canadian dollars, they were asking... 1999 Canadian dollars, which equates to $1,451.17 in the United States. So about 1500 Yeah. So it sold for Canadian dollars, 750 Canadian dollars. That was, oh, a, that was the okay. best offer. Which so equ that equates to $544.46 US. Okay. So, so uh, that's probably about where this card needs to be. I think, uh, I think, I don't think anybody paid an outrageous amount for this card and I like it, man. I love these national treasures cut autos. And as you can see, that came from the 50th anniversary lithograph that they're, they're cutting the autos out of. See, now I'm not a big fan of that, but, and that's fine. I'm, it's fine that you are. That's, that's, that's cool and all, but. And again, but this is 2019. Oh no, this is a class of 2019. This is a 2021. So they just were cutting those, lift those up, and using them. Yeah, they, and you know you, they you got those Earnhardts waiting to go. That's I was just getting ready to say that very thing. <laughs> Sorry, I beat you <laughs> to it. You're reading my mind, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we've been doing this a while. So yeah, we have. <laughs> uh, this is one on one. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a one on one, man. It's that's a that's a sweet card. I I didn't see that one. I don't know that I would have had the money to buy it anyway, but uh still a nice card. I have a Junior Johnson from that. That's the one of one which I really like. I got from Justin Channels. So, yeah, he thought of me when he pulled it. So anyway, yeah, that's a cool card. I love that card. Um and I think it went for the right price. So, congratulations to whoever got that. Yes. All right, so last but not least, our Royal Flush of the week. This was on the 16th of October. 2020 Tops Dynasty F1 Max Verstappen, our champion. It's a rookie auto autograph is what it says. It's out of 10. And it's a PSA 10. <laughs> the 10s are lining up. This thing went out to bidding. It went for $14,000 even with 50 bids. People were wanting this card. Yeah, you can put that on the registry and collect the dynasty set. Yeah, you could. You could. You could. If, if it's not there, you can ask for it. That's a, that's a heck of a card right there, y'all. I mean, that is one sweet card. Um, yes, I'm, I'm going to go with Doctor Beckett. I, I don't see how these cards can be worth this kind of money. They're brand spanking new, but they are. People are willing to pay this money, so I guess. Uh, you know, that's, I don't know if that's a fair price or not, but it's the price that it went for. So I guess that's what that card is worth. Uh, maybe we'll see it again on, uh, eBay soon. Who knows? Maybe somebody will try to sell it and make some more money out of it. We'll see how, like, how that goes if it happens, but it's a really cool card. Um, I like the triple relic. I don't know. Is that, 
I, I can't tell if that's sheet metal or if that is part of his suit. I think the middle is is fabric suit fabric. It looks like. I think it's fabric. But the other two pieces, I'm not sure if those are sheet metal or. I think that's I think that's fire suit too. I think it's all fire suit. I think so. Does it say on the back? Um... Triple relic. Blah 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 blah. This card is. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't see where it says anything about that. Yeah, I don't either. And with Panini, they will sometimes will put what it is if it's sheet metal, or whatever. So, so I, yeah, I'm not sure, but I yeah. think it's all fire suit. Yeah, I would like to see these companies today do like what Press Pass used to do by putting what it is, you know, tire, sheet metal fire suit, whatever. But I think the reason they do it like this is if it's not, doesn't have a name, they can use the same card and they can put whatever they want in it. So I'm sure that's probably one of the reasons they're doing it that way. Gotcha. But yeah, it's a nice card. Congrats to whoever got that one too, man. That is above my pay grade, but, uh, <laughs> but that's it for this week's Kings court. Well, that's awesome. I'm trying to see what else we got lined up here. Well, want to thank everybody for uh, hanging in there till the end. So also just kind of let you know that NASCAR radio show is, a, is available on all major podcast platforms, rumble and YouTube. Mm -hmm. I do have one thing. Good. You know what it is. Hashtag skid marks, top freaking Gibbs. <laughs> and also, uh, Let's see. Uh, yeah, we already talked about that, all that stuff. I think that's it. Again, um, if you enjoyed the show, please leave a comment, positive or negative. Let us know what we're doing right, things that you want to see. Again, we do this for educational, to kind of share our knowledge. Again, we love collecting and sharing what we what we know, learning new stuff as well. So if there's something we don't know, we'll do the research and bring it to everybody. So also, if you have a good pull or you found a good deal, let us know. We'll share it with everybody. If you put it on the Facebook blog or page, NASCAR radio, and you can tag it in one of the episodes there and I'll make sure we get it on the show to show everybody. So of your, a good deal or some epic pulls. So did I miss anything? No, man, we're good to go. All right. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next week. Jason, hopefully we'll be back. We got, uh, I think we're going to talk about starting lineup, so it would be pretty cool. Yep. All right. We're out of here.